to Rosé Till Christmas Day. My name is Emma. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a brand new podcast. So, <laughs> um, what exactly is this? Abby, what, what would you say this podcast is about? Um, this is about Abby and Emma being selfish and yes. wanting to watch a bunch of cheesy Christmas movies and talk about them while we drink. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I don't even like rosé. Do you? Um, well, I like the, like, the barefoot rosé Moscato. And then I, <laughs> I have a bottle of Arbor Mist rosé in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. I'm, so, I'm that much of a basic bitch, so... Yep, yep. We, we decided we'd come up with the most basic bitch name uh, for our podcast, and so it is Rosé Till Christmas Day. So, so what, what are we going to do, Emma? Well, basically, we are going to be watching a whole bunch of films. Most of them are going to be found on, like, mostly on streaming sites. They have to be cheesy Christmas movies. And we're gonna talk about them and why they, why we enjoy them, even though they are not <laughs> the pinnacle of quality, as no. one might say. Um, but also, like, we just really like Christmas, and yeah. I think we're both like super big, like, romantics at heart. It's just like the perfect fit, and it's like the perfect fit for us to like kind of get into the holiday spirit and get our basic bitch on and just enjoy it and we hope we want to share this with all of you guys because i know there are a lot of people who like cheesy christmas movies so as of right now as of we're recording this it is november 1st which means it is the first day of christmas yes. so <laughs> it is very fitting but some people are not into the idea of starting christmas before thanksgiving and to you i say uh i'm right you're wrong shut up <laughs> and, <laughs> I think this is a great way to get into talking about, like, why we like Christmas so much. Oh, goodness. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always, I've kind of, like, come to the realization in the last few years that Christmas is, like, the ultimate sunlight box, basically. So, basically, mm-hmm. it is a good way for people to just kind of stave off those winter blues, especially in the Northern Hemisphere. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere and listening to us, thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I can't overstate the effects of seasonal depression, especially I live pretty far north in Canada. So, like, it gets dark in the middle of winter. And so when I have the lights and... I have, like, those nice Christmas smells from, like, my Bath & Body Works candles. Because, yes, I'm the Bath & Body Works bitch, too. Woo. And I just kind of can envelop myself in its warm glow. And it doesn't seem so dark. It actually be, it turns darkness into something magical. And that's mm. really powerful. Yeah. So, how about you, Abby? Ooh. I, I loved the thing you said. It turns that darkness into something magical. Um that hit me right into feels um i'm pretty much i'm pretty much in the same boat like um i mean i'm depressed all year round and it gets worse (laughs) in the winter um like you and i have my light therapy lamp but i think i feel like christmas lights just do so much more for me Mm um whenever i record uh podcasts i always i always have christmas lights up all year round i don't really care 
Um, I just I turn off my lights and just have the Christmas lights on because it mm-hmm. makes me feel warm and cozy. Um, but yeah, there's just something about the the joy of of Christmas, the lights. I, th- I think that's really what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. The decorations and and the music and stuff like that. It just makes me feel really happy inside. Um, and I don't get to feel that a lot. <laughs> so. Yes. It's like the lone candle in the darkness of your depression. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Uh, once december is over like it gets bad for me again so like january february like into march is usually are usually really tough months for me so if i can make november december like really good it's a little easier getting into those tougher months yeah and like there's also the fact that like snow just kind of sucks and so in november and december it's still a little bit more fresh and when you add like the Christmas again, like when you add Christmas lights and everything onto it, it just kind of makes everything so magical. Um, but it's also like I feel like there's also like a lot of warm associations. I have fairly good relationship with my family, so it like we always got together for Christmas and like I got gifts and like really really good food and like treats that I normally wouldn't get any other time of year. And so there is that sort of warmth associated with it as well, is that it's the warmth of love and the way we all kind of come together. There's a reason why um, it, Christmas kind of grew out of pagan celebrations from the Northern mm-hmm. Hemisphere because, like, it's it's a much-needed thing. We need to be able to celebrate something when it's dark as shit and yeah. cold and everything. And so I think giving us... It, yeah, it's just a reminder that things aren't horrible, and that's a good thing. So yeah, yeah, and I'm the same way with like getting together with family. Christmas has always been really chill in my family, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice because we don't have any like super clo- like uh, geographically close relatives. So it's always been myself and my parents, and now myself, my parents, and my partner. And just, like, having them around all day on Christmas and, like, not doing anything, just being with each other, um, that's that's very good food for the soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, like, another huge reason why we wanted to do this podcast. So hopefully it'll kind of get you into the mood and into the spirit. And um, hopefully as you watch along with these movies with us, then you kind of get to feel some of that magic come through as well. So, yeah. But as much as we like Christmas, we also do like rom-coms and romantic movies. So, Abby, mm-hmm. what are your favorites? Oh, Lord. And they um, don't have to be Christmas-themed. One of the ones that I'm always kind of like, mm, should I admit this? Because, like, okay, it has Adam Sandler in it. And, you know, we all know Adam Sandler's a little problematic sometimes. Um, but Fifty First Dates. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love that movie so much. And that movie is very problematic. Um, it is pretty transphobic. Uh, but I also really like that movie. Um, Tell the Boys I've Loved Before is the oh, great that one. that was a great one. Um, it was like one of the best rom-coms I've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. What other rom-coms do I like? I feel like I have more, but now I'm put on the spot and I don't remember. <laughs> In terms of, like, rom-coms, I actually really love But I'm a Cheerleader, which has mm. Natasha Leon and, oh, Clea Duvall. 
And it's basically about a cheerleader who gets sent to a conversion therapy camp, but she finds this, like, really hot girl there, and they end up falling in love. But she's kind of, like, in denial that she's even gay in the first mm. place, and it's adorable. <laughs> and it's, it was actually one of the first queer movies I'd ever watched. Oh. So I have, That's like, wonderful. a special, special love for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot – I feel like – I feel like this counts. Pride and Prejudice, like the 2005 version, mm. is like one of my ultimate romantic movies ever. Just the way it's all set up and like the grand romantic gestures, just like, ugh. And it's such a pretty movie, and mm-hmm. that's what I like. And then I think when you go to the classic rom-coms, you can't go wrong with Never Been Kissed, which is also mm. problematic. There's something about rom-coms and being problematic that just like, go <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, When Harry Met Sally, I think, is mm. just, it's on another level. The right, like, it's it's very much a product of its time. So, like, it's it's, problem, it's problematic, but, like, it's also super witty and mm-hmm. just, and you're totally rooting for them to, like, still be friends, but you kind of want them to bang at the same time. <laughs> and it has Carrie Fisher in it, which, so good. Yeah. So, yeah. I just Googled, I, yeah, I just Googled rom-coms to, like, refresh <laughs> my memory. Um, 13 going on 30 is chef kiss rom-com. Um, it has Mark Ruffalo in it, and he is a handsome lad. Um... <laughs> I remember going to see that movie in theaters with my friend, and we were definitely not old enough to be seeing that movie, but <laughs> it's, it's still very good nonetheless. And My Big Fat Greek Wedding is yes! quite oh my possibly God. my favorite rom-com of all time. I um, adore that movie. It is so good. And <sighs> it's just like, I don't know, everything is good about it. She found a lump in her neck, and inside the lump was her twin. <laughs> After she got the babopsy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are some of my favorites. And then I just realized that one of my favorite Christmas rom-coms is The Holiday. Oh, um, yes! Yeah, that has uh, Jude Law and Jack Black and Kate Winslet and what the fuck is her name? Cameron Diaz. And I, I love, love that movie. I love Jude Law and Cameron Diaz in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so fucking hot together. <laughs> right? <laughs> so oh, good. It's so good. It's so good. I also, in terms of, like, more recent rom-coms, um, Always Be My Maybe was up mm. there. I mm. really loved how that one played out. I thought that one was so good. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's a lot of really good rom-coms out there. And I think I like and some really good rom coms that are coming to streaming. So like, yeah, just because something is on streaming, it means it's more of a mid budget movie maybe than you know something that would go to theaters. Like mid budget movies are in this weird state right now where they don't know if they should go to streaming or theaters. So they kind of do both. <laughs> We're going to be talking about both kinds. Yeah. So um. While we're on the subject, let's go through the um, films that we are currently eager to watch as yeah. uh, the next few weeks roll by. So we're going to have mm. seven episodes before Christmas and then an eighth just before New Year's. 
So if you want to watch along, get out your pen and paper or bring up Google Docs and just write them down. Um, we will have this available for you guys in other places too, so you can just copy paste. But next week, um, we'll be going headfirst into the holiday calendar, which is streaming on Netflix. And then episode two will be Let It Snow, which is a brand new uh, Christmas movie coming to Netflix. Episode three is going to be The Spirit of Christmas, and now that's on Xfinity and Hulu, so it is unfortunately limited to the States, but if you want to keep up, I'm sure you'll find a way. (laughs) Episode four is going to be our fancy Thanksgiving special, so this movie that we are going to go see is not streaming, it is actually going to theaters, and it is called Last Christmas, and it stars Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. Um, It looks adorable. So that's in theaters on November 8th, but we won't be um, uploading that episode until around Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, because you already had your Thanksgiving, Emma. Yeah. (laughs) It was delicious. Um, Episode five, we're going to be doing a Vanessa Hudgens week because this lady has been in two separate Christmas IPs on Netflix now. So Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about The Princess Switch and The Night Before Christmas. So we're both very, both very, very excited about that. And they just announced for next year there will be another Princess Switch movie. I saw that. She's going to play three versions of different versions of herself. We stand a versatile actress. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And so then episode six is going to be a very fun episode. To celebrate the legalization of edibles in Canada, we're watching the Star Wars Christmas special on YouTube. <laughs> and we're going to watch in horror. <laughs> and it's 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 a couple weeks before uh, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, comes out. And so it's a great way to celebrate uh, Star Wars, which is also a holiday in December. So yes. two for one. I've never seen the Star Wars Christmas special before, have you? I've seen plenty of people summarize it for me. Yeah. But I have not watched it start to finish because no. I've been too sober to do so. <laughs> so <laughs> That'll um, be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, and then episode seven is our big Christmas special. So we are going to be watching The Christmas Prince 1, 2, and 3 um, and talking about it because it's really The Christmas Prince that kind of got me into this whole let's watch cheesy rom-coms at Christmas thing. And thank you, Netflix, for inspiring me in this way because that is lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to be our big Christmas special. So something you can listen to while you're avoiding people or just need to, like, chill for a bit. On Christmas, because yeah. I feel like you could be happy to be around family and still need to, like, not be around them Oh yeah. At Christmas. Oh, yeah. Episode 8 is going to be a little bit different. So I was thinking the amount of Christmas movies that have gay ladies in it is sadly very low. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided that we would end it with Carol, which is not technically a Christmas movie. But it's very holiday-themed. Yeah. And you can stream that on Netflix. Yeah. It also features some amazing scenes around New Year's, and so that's the episode we're going to release around New Year's. Yep. That is our upcoming schedule. 
Um, if you want to find us, we have a Twitter account. You can find us at Rosé Till Xmas. And we'll be putting up uh, all of our episodes there and then prepping you for the next week that we will be participating in. And then um, just getting excited for Christmas in general and everything. Um, you can also find, if you're into Star Wars and this is the first time you've ever heard me or Abby, mm-hmm. um, you can also listen to me on Sapphic Skywalkers. It is a podcast that focuses more on the queer interpretation of Star Wars. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter on my personal account at EmphasNest. That's E-M-F-Y-S underscore N-E-S-T. Happy. <laughs> um, I also have a Star Wars podcast. It is called Lousy Beautiful Town. Um, I co-host that with my dear friend Jess, and we scream about Star Wars and put our fists through things. So if you want to listen to that, our Twitter is at LBTPod. Um, and my personal Twitter is at Abby M. Cecilia. We're going to be uploading these episodes onto both the Sapphic Skywalkers feed and the Lousy Beautiful Town feed. Um, so I know that Lousy Beautiful Town is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. What about Sapphic Skywalkers? Uh, I believe we're on Apple Podcasts uh, and Spotify. Cool. So yeah, so you can hear us there, and then also like I don't know, listen to our other podcasts while you're already there. Yeah, we're fun, we're cool, we're nerdy. It's all good. Um, so that is your intro to Rosé Till Christmas Day. I hope you guys get a really good kick out of it, and we will see you next week as we talk about the holiday calendar. Yay! Bye. Jingle bells. Jingle bells.